there, Zesty Boys, and welcome back to the Zesty Podcast. As you can see, I'm alone today. I was going to give my friend Mitchell a little chance to introduce himself, but he's not here. For those of you watching on screen, you can see that, but for those of you listening, let me paint this picture for you. Normally, I'm here, and so is Mitchell. But as of right now, Mitchell is not here. Mitchell actually told me that he was going down to hell to find Tommy and bring him back, so... For the listeners who enjoy Tommy, who enjoy all the Tommy wacky shenanigans Tommy's been getting into, look forward to some more, because they're coming your way. You know, this podcast is going to be a lot shorter and probably a lot more dull than it usually is, so tune out now. That's the only advice I can give you viewers, because as of right now, I am alone with my thoughts. You saw how well that went the other day. It, there is a goddamn ant on this table. Maybe that amp was going to be my first guest. That I just ruined this whole show. Well, we're already off on a tangent, which is no good, because once we get off on tangents, there is no coming back from them. So, yeah, I basically am here alone staring at this camera, and I hope those of you who are watching this on the YouTube feel as uncomfortable as I do right now, because for some reason, I am incredibly nervous doing this by myself, like... I feel like the camera is judging me, as I know you are at home in the future when this is posted, if it's not complete horseshit and is actually posted. Speaking of YouTube, I have been doing it wrong, so I'm sorry. Well, if you're watching this, that means I did it right, because all the other videos in the past, there's a... To make it on YouTube, you have to be popular, if that makes sense. I'm sure it does. You have to have views and stuff, and to get views... People have to watch your videos, and to do that, you have to be like, you have to appear in their search or appear on like their suggested and stuff like that. And the way to do that is through tags. And this whole time, I just thought tags were just kind of like something you just like, if you have ever uploaded a video, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, put tags relating to the video at the bottom here and all this stuff. And you're supposed to put like the Zesty podcast, podcast, and just stuff that like, lets YouTube know what your video is about so that other people can find it and so that it can suggest your video to other people who may want to listen to it or watch it. And I have not been doing that. All the, like, I don't know if you can look at tags of other people's videos, but if you go in and look at the tags of my videos, they say dumb shit like Bill Clinton and Sup Bra because I just thought it was dumb shit that you didn't actually have to do, so... That's probably the reason that we only have 100 subscribers after this channel being up for five years. <laughs> so from now on, I'm going to actually like do some research into metadata and actually market the YouTube channel as it's supposed to be because I thought YouTube was just like, duh, I made a fun video. Nope, it's a goddamn business and I hate it. But that's the grind we're in, people. Rise and grind, I'm going to get mine. If you follow me on Snapchat, which... Is I, what I'm about to tell you is a straight lie because I was about to say I post things about let's get this bread all the time, which I don't. But I will. I'm going to start doing that. That way, like for the next three days, people are going to see it be like, wow, that guy's annoying. And then all two of you who watch this podcast are going to look at it and be like, oh, man, Tony's great. I want to be his friend. <laughs> um, if you're watching this on YouTube also, you notice that I'm wearing a hat this time. This this is a new era for the Zesty Podcast. Welcome back, Hat Tony. That just means my hair has gotten long enough to the point where I feel uncomfortable unless I have a hat on. I guess not quite there yet, but th there will come a time when that happens unless I get a haircut soon. I kind of asked my mom the other day if I should get a haircut, hoping she would say yes, because 
Like, every time I get a haircut, I just kind of try to justify it by asking other people if I should do it. And if they say yes, I do it. And she said, no, you're fine. And I kind of <laughs> it ruined my day because I wanted her to say yes, get a haircut so I could go get one. But no, she likes my long hair. And so now I still look like a stupid fucking hippie. Yep. That's about how this podcast is going to be going. How was your day? That's what I really want to know. That's good. What was your favorite part of the Avengers movie? I like that, too. Now I'm just ripping off Dora. <laughs> There's a new live-action Dora coming out, and it looks... The movie itself looks like it'll be, like, all right. Like, they have some nice little meta humor I saw in... When I went to, when I went to see Toy Story 4, they had a preview for the new Dora movie... And there's, like, this whole scene in the preview where they're, like, little kids and they're actually talking like they did in the TV show. Like, what was your favorite part? And then just pausing. And the parents are like, uh, that's just a phase. They'll grow out of it. So if the rest of the movie was like that, it would be good. And, like, I was kind of like, all right, I'll might, I might see this movie. This movie looks like it might be, like, a fun little whimsical trip. Until the very end, like, the little, like, their hook to get the kids in, this, like, Hispanic dude was stuck in uh, what's it called? He was stuck in quicksand, and his whole thing was, "Oh, I shouldn't have had too many chimichangas." Then just started farting a lot, and it's like, "All right, well, I feel like the movie's gonna be much more of that than the previous joke." Because I assume movie trailers are made the same way that comedians make their bits, where it's start with your second strongest joke and finish with your strongest. And if their second strongest joke was the one that I actually liked, I feel like it's going to be a lot more similar to their strongest, which was the fart humor, which is something I've never been a huge fan of, surprisingly. I don't know if that was surprising. Not really surprising to me. I just never really liked it. You know, some people don't like things that other people like. Get over it, you know? I say you know a lot, so you know that now. Am I right? If Mitchell was there, he would have given me a high five. And for those listening on Spotify, I just reached up for a high five. To no avail. Can I talk about misogyny in the workplace? Yeah, I can, because no one's here to stop me. I've been working at a school all summer, and basically just been doing bitch work, like power washing and stuff. And with power washing, it's been like 99 degrees, feels like 105 outside, so me and Tommy, bless his soul in hell, wherever he is, have been pressure washing shirtless, and we've been doing that fine all summer. And now the teachers started coming back to, like, do stuff, like, move their classroom and shit. And the principal came up to us and was like, y'all need to put your shirts back on. Uh, the female teachers uh, might, might think it's gross. Fuck you. You know, like, not, like, it's like you haven't been at a pool all summer and just seeing the exact same shit. We're, we're not, like, little boys. There's no kids around. We're not just shirtless around kids. Like rubbing up on him, that would be weird. I would, if he, if the principal didn't say something about that, he should be fired. But he said something about us pressure washing in the goddamn heat and telling us to put our shirts on. And so today I wore a nice little crop top, and I feel like they were upset about it. But such is life. Uh, it's it it made me so upset because it's so hot, and I just want to have my little shirt. I want to get my bronze on, like. I, I don't want to just get a farmer's tan. Like, I'm glad that it's just now that we're having to put our shirts on and not the beginning of the summer because if I would have got a farmer's tan, I would have damn killed myself because if I don't have an even bronze, I am not a happy boy. I'm almost to the point where I can call myself a happy man <laughs> as soon as I can grow a little bit nicer facial hair. I actually shaved off my real rat mustache that I had going on about, like, every, like probably three times a year. 
I let my little stash grow out to do a little, like, I guess, checkup to see how thick it can get, hoping that one day I'll be able to grow a real mustache. But I'm, like, at the point where most boys are when they're sophomores in high school. So we're making progress, you know? I'm getting a little—I have facial hair now, so I can't say I don't have facial hair. Now I just have, like, the same— plight blight and plight it's definitely plight blight is like some kind of disease but i had the same plight as middle school boys do when they're like oh my fish are so ratty that's that's me an adult boy i'm 22 years old it's custodian you know also yeah i don't i didn't i was going somewhere with that misogyny story but i really got derailed um, where I was going is I was use I used one of the teacher bathrooms the other day. There's a men's bathroom and a women's teacher only bathroom. They say adults only on them, which is a little like scandalous, like adults only bathroom. Come on down. But it wasn't anything fun like that. It was actually really, really hurt me on the inside as a man, as an old boy, I went into the women's restroom because Someone was in the men's restroom. In the women's restroom, I just, it was, I get it, it's a teacher's bathroom, it's the adult bathroom. There was, like, all sorts of posters and, like, not even, not posters, but, like, fancy arts and crafts that probably cost, like, $30 a piece that said, like, you matter, self-care is most important. There's a little table when you walk in with a tablecloth. It's, like, it's, this is, like, one bathroom, like, one toilet, one sink bathroom. It's just a little, little one one or two or what are they called? Oneers? I don't know. I think it, they are called oneers, but it's a little oneer, and it's a teacher bathroom. Like nice tablecloth, all like six different kinds of lotions and scent sprays. It smelled like watermelon in there. They had fancy like Bath and Body Works soap, and it's just a place to recharge after after a grueling day of dealing with children, just having a migraine. You want to go home and have a glass of wine. This is your little escape. From the mundane teacher lifestyle. It's a little oasis, a little diamond in the rough for these female teachers to go into. And being a curious boy, I wanted to see what the men's restroom was like. Right next door, I assumed it would be at least similar. And so I waited till the other person was done by standing directly outside the door, like nose pushed up against it, waiting my turn as you're supposed to, waiting in line. They came out, we bumped noses, and they said, oh, excuse me, and then walked away. I had no idea who they were, never seen them before in my life. And then I walked into the men's bathroom, and there was just, like, a goddamn tiny trash can and a desk. Like a, like a student's desk. Like someone had too many in their classroom, was like, yeah, hey, I'll put this in there. And now there's just a stupid fucking desk in the men's restroom. And that's it. There's a toilet, a sink, and a desk. There's, like, a soap pump. I don't. I didn't even check to see if the soap worked. I doubt it does. It did have a full size mirror on on the opposite wall of the toilet, so you can look at your side profile, your entire body while you're on the toilet. That is the dumbest placement for a mirror I've ever seen. There's not one right in front of the sink. It's literally like you're sitting on the toilet. You look to your right. There's a full body mirror that goes all the way to the ceiling, <laughs> and it is like the least attractive state you can possibly be in (laughs) just butt naked as you're supposed to get take off all your clothes get on the toilet look to the right and just see what a sad sad person you've become you're 22 and work at a school you have a summer job even though your friends have careers you know that feeling everyone gets when they're when they're pooping 
Uh, real existential at work. But oh, and the piece de resistance, piece de resistance of this bathroom is when you walk, when you open the door, sounds normal. When you close it, something to do with the vents makes it go like the entire time you're in there and the vents are just making these scary phantom noises and so you feel like you're about to die you're in like i don't even know paranormal activity six the bathroom it's the worst movie i've ever seen two thumbs down from roger ebert on rotten tomatoes i think roger ebert's dead the old movie review who's that one movie reviewer that spongebob oh gene shallot the only way I ever remember that is there was Gene Scallop in SpongeBob. <laughs> He's that guy who has like the afro and stuff. I feel I think him, I think Robert Ebert, and he was like one of like the first like big movie reviewers. And then Gene Shallot was like, I think they like did stuff together. I want to say I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't have anybody here to bounce that off of. So we're gonna go with it's true, and that's it. You know, because I have all the power now. The network executive said Mitchell's on the outs, so I was like, all right, we'll kick him out. He's getting a little lippy. He's getting a little lippy. I'll kick him right out of this podcast. He's not going to watch this. He never watches him. I never watch him. So this secret is safe with me and you, the viewer at home or wherever you are, wherever you are listening to podcasts. This whole episode is going to be titled Misogyny in the Workplace, and it is just going to be not what people are expecting. Because I'm edgy. I, I like to I do the topics people don't want to touch, you know? I'm a bad boy. I'm the bad boy of the podcasting world. But this is... I, I've had, I guess, a problem with <laughs> this kind of thing, like the shirt thing, since at least high school. Because there was once... Like, I played tennis in high school. And my senior year, we had the same three... Co- we had the same two coaches my freshman, sophomore, and junior year. And then senior year... We had just a new coach, and it was just one woman doing it, and it was formerly two men. And we, we were at practice one day, and it was, like, hot as shit. And we weren't practicing on, like, we had a tennis, we had four tennis courts at our school that were fine, and we could have definitely easily practiced on, but, like, they, they tried to get, like, my four years of high school, we never once played or touched those courts because ROTC, that, those were their courts is what the coaches said to us when we asked. They're like, oh, no, that, those are ROTC's courts. So I guess the ROTC program has dibs over the tennis courts to do their weird marching games because ROTC is stupid. <laughs> but you know, we were at we used to practice at like a park or yeah, a park or like a big ass neighborhood that had like nine court the Hamptons is what it was called. So it, you can they have a golf course and a clubhouse like 13 exactly 13 tennis courts. I don't know how many tennis courts they have, probably like 12. But we normally practice at a park that had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They had sixteen courts, or that big neighborhood had twelve. So enough for a tennis team, a high school tennis team, to practice. But this lady, who was the new coach, had us practicing at her personal neighborhood that had two courts, or it had two courts with two areas. No, it just had two courts. It was stupid. <laughs> it was really stupid because there was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There were fourteen people on the team. We were all practicing. <laughs> on two courts and so the way she had it divided was the doubles teams would practice on one court and the singles people would practice on the other and if you weren't one of the six people on a doubles team 
and you weren't one of the top three people who played singles. You were just kind of like an exhibition player, like the freshmen who were like trying to get into it, like how I was for the first two years. Where I, I mean, I wasn't wasn't good by any standards any of the years, but my first two years I was just straight trash at tennis. But they were like, you'll play maybe an exhibition game here or there. Then they let me play one varsity game so I could let her. And we were actually we won that game. It was like two doubles, which is like the lowest ranked of the varsity games and we won and I had the best record on the tennis team because I'm a goddamn professional. They they underestimated me. But then ver- the very next year I showed that they were right in <laughs> being being right for not putting me in tennis because I was bad. But I digress. So we had so the exhibition people, there were like four exhibition people and three people who played singles. And so there were seven people all rotating in and out, playing on one court. And so the people who were good enough to be playing were playing against people who weren't good enough to be playing. And we were a low, low-tier school to begin with. We were 7A, so we were like a big school, but we were god-fucking-awful at tennis. I was this, like probably right around the second or third best on the team my senior year. <laughs> I am trash at tennis. Like, I enjoy playing. It's fun, and I can, like, dick around with friends, but playing in, like, a high school, like, match setting, I am terrible. And so we were playing, and, like, I would have to play against people who could barely even hold a racket at practice, and so I never got any better. But it was really hot because tennis, like, it started out, like, you'd be, like, chilly at the beginning of tennis season because it was a spring sport, but, like, by, like, March and April, it would get, like, hot as fuck, and we'd be, like, on the tennis courts after school, like, 4 o'clock-ish. And so it's right around when it's the hottest the day will get. And so I would pl- practice without my shirt on, and no one had, has ever had a problem with it because everybody would do it. And then we had our shirts off, when, like, one of the days that this new coach was there, at one of the days the last season because it was only the new co- coach who was ever there. And she was just like, put your shirts on! And we were just like, no. And that was the end of the story. Because, and she was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know, like why I'm telling that story, just because I'm super badass and don't, don't take well to authority, you know. But I've just, I, I've, I'm very open with my body, very body positive, free, free the nip. I started that movement. Quote me on that. Anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Free the nip. When, when Instagram influencers do it." They're cool. They're like, ah, oh, girl power. But when I do it, ah, oh, you're you're grossing out the teachers in the workplace. Put your shirt on. This happened to me also this past year. Wait, was it this past year? It was either this past year. Yeah, it was this past year on swim club at Old Georgia Southern University. I have swam for many years, and I've always worn a Speedo since I was in, like, sixth grade. And I got this Speedo, it's jean shorts. I got this my sophomore year, yeah, my sophomore year of college. And it's like a, it's a tight little Speedo, but it keeps everything in. You know, I just like small suits. I feel free. I'm, I am a free, I'm a kin, not a kindred spirit. I am a free spirit and you cannot contain me, you know? And I've been wearing this suit for like two years at this point and then this new girl she's like a freshman started like becomes a lifeguard at the aquatic center at the georgia southern campus and complains that my suit is too revealing and i get an email from the aquatics director saying i have to buy a new suit or i can't swim anymore this is bullshit first off why is she looking i feel personally attacked that she was looking at my junk like she should be watching the pool making sure people don't drown but no she's oogling and ogling at my at my meat and two veg while I'm just trying to get a good workout and stay fit 
so I can stay alive longer. Because, you know, motion is lotion. You got to keep the body moving. You can't stop. You got to keep working out. It's good for you. You don't got to get jacked. Do what do what you enjoy. I, didn't, I did not enjoy swimming. I liked the swim club, and I... I didn't like swimming. Like I liked high school swimming. I did not like year-round swimming. I did that for like five years. It was terrible. Never once enjoyed it. I don't know why I did it for so long. But you got to do what you like. You can work out and stuff. But that is away from the point. She was looking at me, sexually harassing me with her eyes. And she has the audacity to complain to her boss that, oh, he's wearing too revealing of a suit. No, fuck you. My suit keeps everything in. No one's ever complained. But now you come from little small town USA, never done seen a man in a Speedo before, and you're going to complain that my suit is too revealing. I bet you wear bikini bottoms. I bet you've worn a bikini. I swear, I will bet you all the money that is in my pocket right now, they are empty, that you wore a smaller bikini bottom than my speedo my speedo is small i will i will agree to that i am not saying it's not small but it is it is less revealing than some of those skimpy ass swimwear you've been wearing you 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 stinky stinky person you know this is misogyny <laughs> i have been personally attacked <laughs> i am heated right now and when I get heated, I want to quench my thirst. And for those of you who have been watching the Zesty Boys for a long time, you know that this channel, the YouTube channel, started out as a food fast food review channel. And as per request from my good pal, Christopher Voith, I am going to do a review for you live on this podcast I'm I'm somewhat of a I'm a professional amateur food reviewer and I think f- beverages are included in the food category in some in some circles. I know there are beverage reviewers and beverage experts like sommeliers and I'm not one of them. I'm a professional amateur. But I do consider myself a big big connoisseur a, a connoisseur. I'm not that big, but a connoisseur of chocolate milk, specifically delicious chocolate milk. And my friend Christopher Voith told me Sup, dude. This is how Chris talks. Yo. That's not not how he talks. He said, like, hey, bro, you you like chocolate milk. You got to try this sweet promised land dairy midnight chocolate whole milk ultra pasteurized 28 fluid ounces. And I was like, all right, Chris, I'll try it. Um, And so I went to the store. I went to Walmart. They didn't have it. And so I gave up on that conquest for a while. And then when I was hanging out with my cool skateboarding friends who really like cool foods and eat hip things like Ethiopian red lentils, I went skateboarding with them once in Savannah, Georgia, and they're like, hey, let's stop at a Whole Foods. And so we did, and I was like, Whole Foods. And Chris even told me, he straight up lied to my face on the phone that he said Whole Foods would have it. And so I went to Whole Foods, they didn't fucking have it. And so the conquest ended. And then randomly... I was in a, not necessarily randomly, I went to get groceries because my mom asked me to, to a Kroger in Dawsonville, Georgia, which is, I believe, I heard this was true, I don't know how true it is, but it is one of the largest Krogers in the country. They have, like, clothes and shit. They have nice clothes. They have, like, Carhartt shit. Carhartt shit. They have their own cheese person. Like, it was an experience for me. Like, I got to try a fancy cheese. It's They have a huge wine section, but I went over to the dairy section, and they had... Promised Land, dairy, midnight chocolate, whole milk, ultra pasteurized, 28 fluid ounces. And so I, I pick up this, pick up my celly and ring up old Chrissy. 
I'm like, hey, Chris. And he's like, sup, dude? Just finished rip, ripping this jewel that I found. I was like, all right, Chris, that's cool. Um, I don't really, like, I don't have any, I don't personally smoke tobacco products or use nicotine, but hey, I don't judge anyone for doing it. And he's like, ah, dude. And like, blew like a vape or something. I don't know how it works. And then I was like, hey, Chris, is that milk you call, you, you wanted me to try called Natural Milk Promise Land Dairy Midnight Chocolate Whole Milk Ultra Pasteurized 28 Fluid Ounces? And he's like, the very same. And so I hung up immediately, bought it, but then he called me back and said, if you try it, I want a Zesty Boys review. And that was a long-winded intro for me telling you that today I will be reviewing Natural Milk Richer and Creamier Tastes taste the jersey cow difference that does not make me want to drink this dirty new jersey cows are the reason for this this milk is probably supposed to be like whole like white whole milk but since it's from new jersey it's brown and polluted all right so i'm really thirsty and i've been wanting to try this milk for goddamn six months now so i'm gonna Smells chocolatey. Smells kind of like True Moo. True Moo you get in plastic bottles from gas stations tastes way better than the like big ju- like the gallon jugs you can get from the store, and way fucking better than the little boxes they have at schools. And if you say otherwise, you can go fuck yourself. They they have a different recipe. They have to. All right. Smells like True Moo. The bottle has a good feel. That is creamy. That is. I don't know if I could drink this to, like, quench my thirst, but it kind of tastes like melted chocolate ice cream. A little ASMR chocolate milk for you. This is some really good chocolate milk. All right, Chris Voith, you, I'm sorry for the tasteless character I've painted you as <laughs> previous to tasting this milk, but this is some goddamn delicious chocolate milk. Um... I'd say it's better than True Moo, better than Borden. This is my new favorite chocolate milk. Taste the Jersey cow difference. Richer and creamier natural milk. Promised land dairy. Midnight chocolate. Whole milk ultra pasteurized. 28 fluid ounces. You can pick some up from the Dawsonville Kroger in Dawsonville, Georgia. I'm going to take one more sip. But yeah, that really, it tastes like... It tastes like you can. That quenched my thirst. I lied earlier. It tastes like melted ice cream that is just so hydrating. Like, I'm for the official Zesty Boy review for the milk. If you've watched in the past, you know we do it out of seven for some arbitrary reason. I'm going to give the long winded title milk a coveted seven out of seven. You heard it here first, folks. If you want to try some delicious chocolate milk, you got to hit up all of the things I said earlier and try that Promised Land Dairy. It is delicious, and you will you will not be sorry. And we are right around 30 minutes right now, and I feel like nobody is listening at this point because I've just been droning on by myself on this podcast, alone in my parents' basement. And so I think right now is a great time to close. Oh, actually, I lied to you. Let's check for questions, because on the last podcast, we said you should send in questions, and I'm going to see if anybody did. So allow me to check my phone while you should be doing something more productive. La, 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 la. How do I check my email? I'm going to keep talking, 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 so that you keep... Li- oh, we do have a question. The first ever question 
Actually, there's a few questions. Wow. We requested and you answered. So I'm going to open this first one. The first question says, are you boys having a nice day? Yes. And there was only one boy here. How did you not know Mitchell wasn't going to be on this podcast? Thank you for the question, kind user, but my day is ruined because of it. Next question. What is your, <laughs> what is your least favorite skin color? <laughs> I am not going to t- I'm not going to touch that question. I, ap- I appreciate I appreciate the enthusiasm and I encourage people to keep sending in questions, <laughs> but I will not be answering that one. Next one. What is your favorite racial slur? Why? Why is he like? What is your favorite racial slur? <laughs> I wish I could answer these questions that <laughs> the viewers are sending in, <laughs> but I feel it would be bad for my professional career that I don't have at this point my computer. No, I do not want to update this program. I am not going to answer that question in short. <laughs> Another one. If you could pick one group of people... To <laughs> if you could pick one group of people on Earth to stop existing, <laughs> which would it be and why? <laughs> if you could pick one group of people on this Earth to stop existing and why, what would it be? These are horrible, horrible questions. I would pick racists to stop existing because then my Facebook would be much, much better. Because my Facebook, at like, I know that the whole thing's been Facebook. Oh, it's just super political. And I just, I guess I just haven't used Facebook in like six years. But now I just go on to angry check it. And I hate it. I never post like pictures or anything. Like I only check because I'm in all these groups that are supposed to give me jobs, but they never do. And all it is is just people who are like super Trump saying like, oh, goddamn Mexicans and shit, the liberals. And then it's just other people like, man, fuck Trump, goddamn white conservatives. And it is just the worst place ever. Like, I don't know if these people think that people are going on Facebook reading their, like, weird meme that says, like, oh, maybe if there weren't so many Mexicans, and they're like, oh. Yeah, we need to build that damn wall. I don't think that has happened once. So stop doing it. Go fuck yourselves, everybody on Facebook. Stop using Facebook. Mark Zuckercorn is what I'll call him. He he doesn't care. He doesn't read your posts. He just steals your information, and he's not sorry about it. Thank you for tuning into the Zesty Podcast. My name is Tony Shire, and hopefully it will get better.